There have been some chilly days as well as some super cold nights, and you need some good food to stay warm. Do your grocery shopping and have a great meal thanks to Brothers Market in Parkersburg, where you'll pay less, including boneless pork chops or ribs, now just $2.49 a pound. Also, Oscar Mayer Lunchables, three packages for $5, and they have Campbell's Chicken Noodle or Tomato Soup, four cans for $5, and who doesn't love Betty Crocker meals? Betty Crocker Helpers, four boxes for $5. It's all at Brothers Market, they're open seven days a week in Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they treat you like family. Joining me now is Applington Parkersburg Boys head coach Aaron Thomas. After the Falcons defeated at Dyke New Hartford on their home floor, 83-51 to on a Friday night. Uh, coach, uh, it was uh, a while, another one of those wire-to-wire victories that you know we've been so accustomed to here throughout the season. But uh, you guys really leave no doubt here in this one. What's what are kind of your initial thoughts? I was really uh, impressed with how locked in we were, especially on the defensive end. I thought we played extremely hard. We played very much together, moved the basketball. Um, but I thought our intensity and our effort was was there for 32 minutes, and that's something you know that we're going to need as we get going postseason. Um, you know, you're going to have to play full games, and, and I was proud of the effort tonight. And I thought we practiced well. The two practices prior, um, we kind of got back, refocused a little, and I thought thought it carried over to, to tonight. Yeah. So uh, Gavin Thomas with uh, 27 points, Garrett Hempen with 22, and Cooper or not Cooper, sorry, Will Hodges <laughs> with uh, 16 points. Uh, so again, those uh, three and double figures again. Uh, Martez Wigley, a little bit of a slower night than uh, what we've seen here in the past couple weeks, but still seven points for him. Uh, but you know, it's it's uh, if it's not one person, it's another. And tonight, that was uh, Will Hodges that really yeah. seemed to be the X factor. What are your thoughts on those three, and especially Will really stepping up? It's good to see him because he's more than capable, um, without a doubt, and did a great job getting to the basket. Didn't didn't settle. Um, hit the pull-up jump shots, did a lot of really, really good things tonight. And that's what he's capable. He just got to stay locked in and, and play. And, you know, I don't know if his offense led to his defense or defense to offense, but he was really, really good tonight. And I thought Martez, he didn't score, but, man, did he pass it well. Yeah. He, he found the open guys. He didn't force anything. Uh, just stayed patient, moved the ball, and um, – just a, a good all-around team win for the guys. Yeah, so uh, business as usual for you guys here tonight, uh, defeating uh, the rivals, of course, from DNH. Uh, before we talk about uh, some of the other games and uh, upcoming schedule here, uh, it was coaches versus cancer yeah. here tonight. Uh, so I guess I'll just give you a chance to you know recognize uh, you know what was uh, accomplished here with that night or with uh, that night going on and. Uh, I guess obviously the importance of it, you know, everyone kind of right. knows the importance of it. But. Yeah, just, to, you know, great to, to be a part and, and try to help, you know, the uh, Eichlenberg family, um, Angie Eichlenberg, classmate of mine, and uh, they're pretty passionate uh, about fighting cancer and her whole family. So appreciate them kind of leading the charge on it. And just good for our guys, you know, they, they picked somebody they were either going to play for. For me, I played for Coach Dorn, um, who, who my high school coach who passed away from the dreaded disease, and then Dixie Byers was a – Big Drake uh, person in, in my life who who's beat cancer four times. Um, so just a chance for our guys. I and mean, we talked about just reflecting on those people who have had an impact, who um, maybe have lost their battle or, you know, fight with cancer, and just a chance to play hard for and, and honor those folks. But, you know, two great communities that, that come together. They fill a gym, and there's not much, not much better than small-town public high school rivalry basketball going on. I'll resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg boys basketball coach Aaron Thomas next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed. 
making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke New Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us. Landis. Who has the appliances you need and is just a few minutes away? It's AP Appliance Heating and Cooling. For decades, they have provided professional heating and cooling services, but remember, they're appliances. AP Appliance is a dealer of Maytag, Mana, Whirlpool, and KitchenAid, brands you can trust. Plus, AP Appliance backs them up with expert service. Stop by this week, Monday through Friday, and check out their line of refrigerators, freezers, washers and dryers, as well as stoves and dishwashers. Get best KitchenAid, Maytag, Amana, and Whirlpool from AP Appliance Heating and Cooling, Highway 57, Parkersburg. Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank & Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services, from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank & Trust is leading the way. Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank & Trust, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. I now resume my conversation with Appleton Parkersburg boys basketball coach Aaron Thomas on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Let's go back to the beginning of this week. 78-50, to 50, uh, victory over Jessup. Uh, another one of those uh, runaway victories uh, for you guys, but uh, what are kind of your thoughts on uh, on that game against Jessup? Yeah, I thought we really played well against Jessup. Uh, you know, again, defensively, I thought we were locked in. We made um, Jack Miller work for everything um, that, that he got, and I thought we moved the ball extremely unselfish. We're just scoring at such a high clip. If we'll continue to guard and stay unselfish, good things are going to happen. And that was the case, you know, against Jessup. We were extremely efficient. We hadn't guarded real well the last couple games, um, but we got back to really defending um, against the Jayhawks. And then in the Hudson game, that was a close right. one, 81 to 75. That's obviously a team that uh, that's a pretty darn good team here in the NICL. But uh, what was the story with the Hudson game, and how are you able to come out on top of that one? Hudson just really shoots it well, GMO. I think they're leading two A in free throw shooting, and, and both times they played against us, they shot the three extremely well, which which they got guys. Their percentages aren't all above 33, 35, but they really shot it. Um, I think that was good. You know, they're they're a tougher matchup because they can go five guys on the perimeter. We got to guard them all and. Uh, um, but, but again, we stuck with it. You know, we, I think we were up 14-16. We subbed a little late, in, uh, you know, senior night, and all of a sudden it ended six. But, you know, we, we kind of held that 8-12 to 12 to 14 most of the night. But, again, you know, they were second in the conference for us to win on our home court, lock in, guaranteed ourselves the Central Conference Championships was uh, a big win for us to get that done and um, against a very, very good Hudson team. Yeah, and so uh, it was senior night. wasn't able to be here uh, for that night. But uh, on that note, I guess we'll give you just a chance to recognize the seniors. We'll talk about it more in depth later on. But uh, obviously, uh, always a great night when you can uh, get those guys honored. Yeah, and, you know, great group of seniors um, that night. And it was good. You know, Luke Shepard has been a part of our program for four years, and he plays on the Falcon squad. So we got in and got some run. And then um, Jesse Washington got his first varsity dress and varsity action. He got, he got up three or four shots. He was launching, and we couldn't get one to go. And uh, then, you know, you know Garrett's a, a four-year guy. Um, Kai Roddinghouse, Jack Eddy, uh, Shipper, Will Stegge, uh, Martez, Kai, and Jack. It's just it's a special group, and, and I give them credit because they've kind of stayed the course with the team here, um, and not all those guys are getting a ton of minutes, um, but they make us better every day in practice, and just their leadership and togetherness is, is I think, ultimately what's going to get us to where these guys have set their goals and their expectations to hopefully get to Des Moines. 
Well, now that this game is out of the way, uh, you're able to focus your attention on uh, the number one team in Class 1A coming in here on Tuesday yeah. night with Grandview Christian. Uh, I know you guys uh, obviously are wanting to test yourselves, and that's right. exactly what's going to happen. I know they got a seven-footer. Yeah. Uh, what, what's uh, the outlook for Grandview Christian coming in here on Tuesday? They're really, really good. They're huge. They're, they're seven foot, six nine, six five, six five, uh, six three, and then they got uh, one guard's made nine threes in one game, and I think another guy made seven. So. Um, it's going to be a really good test, but you know I think postseason pairings come out on Monday, um, so we'll go against you know the best and challenge ourselves and see what happens. But it's going to be um, we're, we're going to have to shoot it well from the perimeter uh, and make some shots. I think we're going to have to get up and down. I haven't watched tape yet. I was just worried about this week, but uh, we'll do some some homework this weekend and try to come up with a plan. And then it'll be Charles City to end the regular season on Friday, February 10th. We'll have that game on KQCR. Um, so and hard to believe the regular season is going to be uh, coming to a close. And like you said, the postseason will start right uh, right up after that. Uh, what are going to be the keys for um, a strong finish uh, going into the postseason now? Well, we got you got two really good teams. Like I said, I think Charles City's ranked eighth now in 3A and ultra-athletic, and they're going to go 6'5", 6'5", 6'4", across their front line. And... and uh, so we're going to have a tough week, but it, you know, hopefully it makes us better, gets us prepared for postseason. I know our guys are excited for the opportunity to play against really good teams. Um, those are the ones you remember. So we got to have a great day of practice Monday, uh, hopefully play well against Grandview, and then uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday, and then, then we reset and get ready for postseason where everybody's 0-0. Zero zero. All right, again, an 83-51 win for you guys tonight over Dyke, New Hartford. Any final thoughts before we wrap up here? Just can't thank our home crowd enough. Just huge. Uh, huge crowd tonight you know on a cold cold february night and our dollars for scholar supper what a great organization that was packed to the gills and you know anytime apd and h get together it was you know great atmosphere um, yeah i hope our kids just appreciate everything they get to experience um by being here being in that rivalry all right that's applicants parkersburg boys head coach aaron thomas appreciate the time and we'll catch you here next week hey thanks so much no one covers more local high school sports than Radio on the Go. Listen to 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each season for coverage of the Dyke New Hartford Wolverines, the Clarksville Indians, and the South Harden Tigers. We are Radio on the Go. And joining me now is head coach of the Wolverine boys, Alex Tagto, after uh, his team uh, drops this one on the road. Uh, coach, I kind of got away from you guys there, uh, especially in that uh, second half. The running clock rule goes into effect, but I guess uh, you know what are your kind of your initial thoughts as uh, as you kind of let this one sink in here? Yeah, it's uh, you know this is a tough place to play. Um, you know they're they're really good at home. They're really good everywhere. Um, really good at home. I thought they shot it incredibly well. Um, so you know they, they deserve a lot of credit for that. I thought we did in the second half. Uh, we did or in the first half. I'm sorry. We did a decent job of uh, trying to take them out of a few things that they wanted to do, um, and they didn't even miss a beat. They were just right on to the next option, and that option was really, really good. So, um, you know, got to give them a lot of credit. They're, they're a really good team, played well tonight. Yeah, what, are, what, are, what else are some of the things that uh, a team like AP does that makes it uh, really tough for you guys? I know a lot, of, a lot of people get beat by their speed and the tempo, but what do you think it is that uh, really makes it tough? Yeah. The tempo is always there, something you got to be aware of. The pressure is always there. I think the thing that makes them great uh, is how well they shoot it. You know, they, they space the floor so well, and everybody they put out there can shoot it. So it, it really stresses you. Um, you know, anytime you're in a rotation or, or you're in help side, which is something, you know, we're, we're doing a lot, 
uh, you know, it's it's coming one more pass, and that guy's a great shooter. It doesn't matter who it is, bench guys, the starters. It's, it's just really hard to guard them. Yeah, so uh, a couple of your uh, standout players uh, tonight, uh, Devin Lotz ended up uh, getting it a double-figure scoring. Uh, Benton Bixby had his own as well. Um, I thought when uh, Colin Meester got uh, his good looks, he was uh, really connecting on those as well. Uh, I guess who were some of the guys that you know thought might maybe were standout players here tonight for you? Yeah, I would say those three guys. Yeah. Um, offensively, at least, I thought they did a good job. Um, you know, Colin is you know Colin and Devin are both sophomores. They're young guys. They're still kind of finding their way offensively. Um, you know, and and Colin, uh, you know, as the season goes on, he's he's kind of getting more and more confidence. And same thing with Devin. Um, you know, we. We had games early in the year before Christmas where, where teams were just not guarding Devin and they were daring him to shoot. Now he's uh, he's our, our leading three-point shooter. He's, his percentage is up and up and up, and now he's he went from uh, a no guard to a guy that's in the scattering report that got to run off the line. So really proud of him for doing that. Um, and then Colin, you know, when he's aggressive, he can score it. He's just, you know, kind of finding his way and, and getting more confident and kind of learning how to play. Yeah, so in uh, following uh, your results, following your stats throughout the season as well as the games I've seen in person, uh, it seems like uh, you've had a greater production kind of zero has gone on from guys such as Braxton Johnson uh, and, uh, like you had mentioned a little bit ago, Colin Meester. Um, maybe getting a little more of the scoring load, taking a little bit off of uh, Benton Bixby. Uh, what has that kind of meant here uh, throughout the season? Bixby's averaged down to about 18. It was, I know it was in the 20s, but, uh, um, yeah, what are your, kind of your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's been really huge for us. You know, we talked preseason early in the year. Uh, you know, we had a lot of conversations about how we wanted to get more consistent offensively, um, and, and we wanted to be more efficient, and, and that's, really, that's really the result of that. You know, we... We run a lot of stuff uh, through our five-man. We're, we're trying to get a lot of post touches, um, and, and we're growing off of that. You know, we're, we're getting those inside-out looks. We're starting to make shots, so it's, it's really nice to see us growing that way. I'll resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford Boys basketball coach Alex Tagto next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke New Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us. Landis. And I resume my conversation with Dyke and Hartford Boys basketball coach Alex Tagto on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Uh, let's go back to that Hudson game uh, at home, 80-66. to 66. You guys uh, lost uh, in that one. Uh, can you go back to that game and uh, kind of describe that one from your perspective? Yeah, you know, I, we, we ended up losing by 14. I, I never felt like we were out of the game at any, at any point. You know, we were right there. We were hanging around, hanging around. Uh, you know, and that's, that's just another team in our league that shoots it incredibly well. Um, you know, similar to, to how AP plays. Hudson doesn't put anybody on the floor if they're not a great three-point shooter, um, and, and they really stretch you that way. So, um, you know, I thought we battled them really well. Uh, we, we hung around the whole way, but they made some big ones down the stretch, and we just couldn't close the gap. And then against Columbus here, it was a 74-57 to win, but I know you guys were down early. Um, what was the story with this comeback win? Yeah, we, we started slow. Um, we weren't real sharp defensively early on. Uh, we gave up a lot of open looks uh, in the first half. Uh, second half, we really, we really shored that up. Uh, you know, our rotations were tighter. We were knowing our assignment a lot better, um, and then our offense kind of came from that. So, you know, we just kind of got out of the gate slow. Senior night, there's a lot going on in the gym. You know, it's 
uh, kind of easy to, to maybe not be super locked in and focused, and I think that was us in the first quarter. But after that, I thought we, we dialed it in and we were pretty good. So then, uh, as far as the upcoming uh, schedule here, uh, your last three games of the season happen to be on the road here uh, at GR. That's another ranked opponent, uh, so the road definitely doesn't get any easier. You go down to their place here on Tuesday and then a trip to South Harden here on a Thursday. That said, two games left here in the regular season. What's kind of the outlook for those final two games? Yeah, you know, I've been saying it all year, no nights off in this league. You know, everybody we play is great, um, and even our out-of-conference is great, so, you know, Every single one is a battle, so, you know, it's nothing new for us. You know, we're playing ranked teams all the time. Uh, that'll be, uh, man, got to be fifth or sixth ranked team we've played between 2A, 3A, 1A throughout the year. So, you know, it's just, it's just another night in our league, so we just got to be locked in and ready to go. It's going to be another great shooting team, another really good offensive team. So we've got to be dialed into our rotations and our assignments. If we do that, we got a shot. And with the postseason here right around the corner after those two games next week, uh, we'll see where you end up going uh, for the playoffs when those get started up. But uh, what do you think are going to be the, the biggest keys for hopefully finishing strong in the regular season and then putting together a run in the, in the postseason? Yeah, we, we've got to continue to grow uh, defensively. You know, I mean, we've given up 80 points is, is going to be tough for us. You know, we're not uh, – we're not built that way uh, just, just personnel-wise. You know, we'd love to come out and, and, and put 80, 85 on people all the time, but, you know, that's, that's not who we've got. So we've really got to be dialed in defensively. You know, we've got to keep refining those rotations, knowing our assignments, that thing. we do that, we'll be all right. All right. Uh, again, uh, a tough loss on the road here tonight, but any final thoughts you want to share before we wrap up here tonight? Oh, you know, really, really proud of our young guys. Uh, you know, if we could close with that. Uh, you know, we talked about Devin and Colin. Um, yeah. You know, and, and there's other young guys, too. Those guys in particular, they've grown so much, um, you know, confidence offensively, things they're able to do confidence defensively. It's, it's really fun to see. I'm really proud of those guys. All right, Alex Tagto, head coach of the Dyke New Hartford Boys basketball team. Appreciate the coach, and uh, best luck here to a strong finish. Yeah, thanks a lot. Always good to talk to you. Coverage will continue after this. There have been some chilly days as well as some super cold nights, and you need some good food to stay warm. Do your grocery shopping and have a great meal thanks to Brothers Market in Parkersburg, where you'll pay less, including boneless pork chops or ribs, now just $2.49 a pound. Also, Oscar Mayer Lunchables, three packages for $5, and they have Campbell's Chicken Noodle or Tomato Soup, four cans for $5, and who doesn't love Betty Crocker meals? Betty Crocker Helpers, four boxes for $5. It's all at Brothers Market, they're open seven days a week in Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they treat you like family. Welcome back on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by AGWSR boys basketball coach Riley Shipper. As we got a couple games to talk about here uh, in the past week since we were at the uh, Grundy Center game uh, a week ago on Friday night. Uh, Coach, uh, good morning and thanks for taking a little bit of time here. Uh, let's go back to that uh, South Harden game on Tuesday night. Road trip down there, uh, you guys fell 66-28. to uh, 28. Can you walk me through this one and uh, how that game ultimately went for your team? Yeah, morning, John. Thanks for having us. Um, yeah, uh, you know, effort-wise, we, really, we were really good that night. Um, you know, we... We gave up a lot of open shots defensively. Uh, we kind of got lost on assignments, um, gave up some open shots, um, gave up some offensive rebounds, uh, didn't get back and stop the ball defensively. Um, offensively, we executed really well. Um, shots didn't fall again, you know, kind of the story of the year. But, um, you know, overall, um, it, it was good to see us, you know, really move the basketball um, and, and compete. Um, you know, they're, they're a team capable of putting up a lot of points. Um, you know, we, once we figured out you know, we could slow them down and transition a little bit, we played a little man defense that night, um, and probably, you know, for almost a whole quarter, second quarter, and only gave up eight points that quarter. Um, you know, and, and we haven't played a ton of man this year. So, 
you know, for us to be able to switch it up that night, um, try some new things um, for us um, was really good to see. You know, we got Bradley Roeder back on the floor, got him moving a little bit. Um, I think that gave some of the other guys a little confidence. Um, you know, it took a little pressure off. Uh, needed off to have to handle the ball all night long. Um, so, you know, yeah, not overall, you know, didn't get the win, but, you know, it was good to see us, um, you know, play and, and do some different things. And then last night you played uh, East Marshall. Final score was uh, 52 to 43. You guys lost that one. Uh, but uh, again, uh, it was a close game. Uh, another game here within the last few weeks that ended up finishing within a single digit. So what's the story with this one? Yeah, you know, probably our probably our most complete game of the year. Um, you know, we, we got down to an early nine nine nothing deficit. Um, you know, and, and it was one of those nights where it's like, you know, what where are we going to go from here? Um, you know, the guys fought back. Uh, we were down two at halftime. I think it was a twenty three twenty one deficit at halftime. Um, and and then you know, again, you said it single digit. Um, and and it was a complete team effort. Uh, you know, we went. It was our senior night last night. We went with um, George Van Hove um, instead of Eli Cooper in the starting lineup. And, and George played really, really well. I think George ended up with eight points. Um, you know, we got another eight from Talon Mutchler. I think Niederhoff had 13. Pickering, I think, had five. Um, Roeder had eight. Um, so it was one of those nights where we, where a lot of guys got involved. Um, and, and, and that's what we needed, you know, and, and that showed on the scoreboard. Uh, we haven't put up a ton of points this year, but, you know, for us to, to give ourselves a chance, um, you know, in the end and in the fourth quarter was exciting. Um, you know, like I said, our most complete effort, guys fought all night long. Um, played really good defense um, and, and, and rebounded really well. Uh, you know, we've talked about it that we've got to continue um, to play to play for the name that's on the jersey, uh, you know, for AGWSR. And, and, you know, regardless of being 0-17, uh, I thought last night really, really our guys just decided that, you know what, you know, we're, we're sick of sick of the way the, the year's gone and, and we're really going to fight. Um, you know, we didn't get the win, but you know, I think the guys felt good last night afterwards, um, and, and I felt good as a coach. Uh, you know, I, I told I told somebody last night it'd be easy for an 0-17 team to to say, you know what, let's just get the season done um, and, and not fight, and and they didn't show that. You know, and, and I'm always going to fight for guys that that are willing to fight for me, and 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 in the last night they did, and and I and I give credit to those guys for that. <laughs> Very good. Well, uh, big story here this week has been the return of Bradley Roeder. He had an ankle injury uh, in the prior East Marshall game back uh, in the middle of January. Uh, can you talk about what, it, what it's meant to have him back? And uh, I have to imagine kind of a, a spark for your team um, since uh, his return here earlier this week against South Harden. Yeah, you know, Bradley wanted to come back last week. Um, I, I wasn't real comfortable putting putting him on the floor. Um, but, you know, that shows, that shows the heart that he has, um, the desire to want to play. Um, you know, I'd still say this week probably 65 to 70 percent is what he is, but he, he, he's always going to grit it out. Um, you know, he's not going to tell me completely how he feels. Uh, you can see it a little bit, but, um, you know, and, and, and his conditioning, um, you know, I know he's not in great shape, but he played, didn't play a ton, ton of minutes down South Harden. We were still kind of working him back last night. Last night, he played more minutes probably than I thought he would. Um, he did foul out in the third quarter. Um, you know, just he got himself caught up in some bad plays last night, but, um, you know, again, he, he he's not going to tell me he's tired. You know, at halftime, I, I said, you know, I'd like to get you a little more break. He goes, I'm not tired yet. Um, so, yeah, it, it gives those guys a spark. Like I said, it, get, it gets the ball off Niederhoff. It creates extra shots for guys. People have to recognize that he's back. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I, it, it's been exciting. Um, you know, I give credit to him. Uh, he's he put the work in. You know, kid hates to ice, but, you know, he's had that he's had that foot in the bucket every day and, and every night and, and really grinded to get back. And, 
you know, so down the stretch here, you know, it's somebody I wanted on the floor, um, you know, and, and we got to play our best basketball here in the next week, uh, you know, to give ourselves a chance, uh, you know, probably in a play-in game, and then, um, you know, who knows who will play. I'll resume my conversation with AGWSR Boys basketball coach Riley Shipper next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. February means it's Financial Aid Month, and that also means that your FAFSA is due soon. What's FAFSA? It means free application for federal student aid. Ellsworth Community College reminds you the deadline for completing your FAFSA is March 1st. Reach out to the Financial Aid Office at Ellsworth in Iowa Falls for any questions or assistance. Let them help you create your experience at Ellsworth Community College. Give them a call at 641-648-4611 or visit ellsworthcollege.com to learn more. Farming isn't just your livelihood, it's your life. No one understands that better than Farm Bureau Financial Services. This is Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley. We offer comprehensive coverage that protects your farm, machinery, livestock, and so much more. You'll get customized coverage in one policy with one premium and one deductible when you need it most. Contact me, Farm Bureau agent Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley, and learn more about smarter insurance for agriculture. Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Western Agricultural Insurance Company. Light it up, get wired, repair, update, or install your electrical wiring with Forgy Electric of Ackley. John Forgy and his crew can do the job for you. They are busy this winter doing retro and LED upgrades for homes and shops. If you have bigger projects such as wiring for new construction, addition, farm sites, and businesses, don't wait. Forgy Electric is already getting booked into summer. Call now and talk with John Forgy at Forgy Electric of Ackley, 847-8022. 641-847-8022. Ackley Medical Center is healthcare you can count on and also pleased to support sports coverage you can count on, including the Coach's Corner here on KQCR. Tune in to the AGWSR portion of the Coach's Corner every Saturday at 10 a.m. Dr. David Van Gorp, ANRP Tiffany Gramblin, and PAC Brianne Newberger, and the rest of the team cheer for Cougar basketball and wrestling this winter. With over five decades of professional service to Ackley area families, remember Ackley Medical Center for your health care needs. From infant to adult, they are there for you. Call 641-847-2625. Ackley Medical Center, a Department of Hanson Family Hospital. I now resume my conversation with AGWSR boys basketball coach Riley Shipper on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. And you had mentioned that it was uh, senior night last night with East Marshall as well. Uh, we'll talk a little more in depth about the senior class, uh, you know, later on here for a season recap. But uh, I guess uh, for now, I guess just what did it mean to be able to get those guys recognized? And uh, can you just talk about that senior class that has, you know, helped lead the way through uh, kind of a, a struggle of a season here this year? Yeah, you know, we, we, we end up with, um, you know, just finishing with two seniors out of the, out of this year's class. Um, you know, so credit to those guys. Um, you know, they, 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 they've given me four years. They, they give all their effort. Um, you know, for somebody like George, George hasn't, you know, George is a guy that, you know, up until this year really hadn't played much varsity. Um, and last night, last night to get him, to get him a start, um, you know, we haven't started him all year, but get him a start and show the effort and, and, and really, um, and really just play his best game, um, probably of his high school career. Um, and, and, and do it on senior night for him was really exciting to see. Um, and then Bradley Roder, you know, Bradley's played, Bradley played some as a freshman, but just the growth Bradley has shown, um, you know, not only as a basketball player, but as a leader and, and, and as, um, mentally, um, you know, Bradley last year struggled a lot, wasn't on the floor at times because he, because he was in foul trouble a lot. He's shown a lot of growth, um, as far as, you know, 
being on the court, um, you know, talking to guys, communicating, um, you know, and that, and that, that means a lot, you know, even when he was hurt, he, he always showed up to practice. He was always on the side, you know, working on his, working on just perfects, trying to do something with the basketball. So a lot of credit goes to him. Um, and credit goes to George and Bradley for sticking it out, um, for four years and, and give me everything they had, uh, regardless of, regardless of what the outcome of seasons are. So we move on to the last week of the regular season here. It's a road trip down to Colo Nesco for a non-conference game, and then you host uh, Sumner Fredericksburg on uh, here on Monday and then Tuesday to uh, wrap up the regular season. Hard to believe it's coming to a close, but what's the outlook for these uh, final two games now before the playoffs get underway? Yeah, um, you know, Colo, Colo's a team that we played last year. We played a really close game with them last year. Um, you know, they've played really well um, this, this year again. Uh, they've got the pro line kid, um, you know, who's tough inside. Um, we're really going to, you know, we, we, we don't match up well with size some nights and, and we're going to focus on him. Um, and then obviously be able to close out on shooters. Um, so, you know, I, it's a, it's a game that I, I think if we play like we did last night, I think we have a really good shot. Um, and then Sumner, uh, you know, we went up there last year. Um, they got us probably, they got us pretty, pretty easily last year. But again, if we can show the effort we did last year or last night, um, you know, we, we have a shot in a lot of games. Um, you know, regardless of what, where our record's sitting at right now, uh, I'll take I'll take my guys every day and, and, and go into battle with them and, and see what we can do. Um, and, you know, and then obviously we were supposed to play BCL Thursday, um, you know, with us looking at a play-in game. Um, you know, we, me and Evan decided that it was probably best that we don't do it. Um, so, but yeah, you know, it, it's, you know, the basketball season has gone quick. Um, you know, I just said, I told my wife this morning, I can't believe it's been two weeks ago already that I talked on the, talked on the phone. You know, I thought it, I felt like last weekend, but, um, you know, so this, this second half of the year has gone really, really fast. Um, you know, and, and we're grinding every day and, you know, it, it, it's sad to see the post or the, the regular season come to an end, but you've got to, you've got to get ready for the postseason and, and we'll see where we go. All right. Uh, before we wrap up today, uh, any, uh, any other guys you want to recognize or anything else you want to share about your program, uh, before we wrap up here today? No, I just appreciate everything my guys have done for this year for us. Um, you know, again, I, I said, you know, sitting at 0 and 17, um, 0 and 18, um, it'd be very hard. It'd be very easy just to say, you know, hey, coach, let's, you know, let's just get to the off season. Um, and they don't see that. Uh, you know, we come every day. They come ready to work. Um, you know, do we get on each other's nerves? Yeah. Do we get frustrated? Yeah. But they still come. They smile. You know, we have a great time. And and I appreciate everything. Do I appreciate everything from the fans, all the support they've given us all year. Um, you know, so. You know, stick behind us. Um, we're going to keep fighting every night for until until it's over, and 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 we'll see where we go. All right, that's EGWSR boys basketball coach Riley Shipper. Thanks for the time, coach, and uh, best luck here with the final week of the regular season. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Stop what you're doing because we're going to announce some great grocery deals from Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they have russet potatoes, a ten pound bag for four ninety nine. Also, Post Cereals, two boxes for $5. Nora Pasta or Rice Sides, three packages for 4 bucks. Imported Fresh Red Cherries, $3.99 a pound. Best Choice Cream Cheese, two for $4. And Snack Pack Pudding or Gels, you get four for $5. Many other deals around the store this weekend, so shop for your groceries at Brothers Market, Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they treat you like family. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Grundy Center Head Boys Basketball. Basketball coach Brent Thorne, as uh, we got a few games to uh, talk about here uh, in the last couple weeks. Coach, uh, good morning, and thanks for taking a little bit of time here. Uh, I want to go back and ask you about the game at Wapsie Valley. It ends up being a 68-66 overtime victory for you guys. 
I understand uh, not one but two uh, last-second shots, first to force overtime and then to win it at the end of overtime. Uh, can you go back to this game and uh, talk about, I'm sure that was an awesome atmosphere out there that night, and uh, how were you guys able to come out on top in this one? Well, yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned, you know, just to get ourselves in a position to, to force overtime and then to win the game um, with last-second shots, but just credit our kids. We were down early, and we just had to fight like heck to come back um, uh, versus a very good uh, Wapsie Valley team on the road, really great atmosphere. Um you know, senior night for them, uh, you know, just all around was a lot of things were going on on a, you know, Tuesday night, that type of thing, you know, long road trip and um, just credit our kids. They just did a great job of just chipping away and, and boy, the last, probably the last six minutes of that fourth quarter, uh, you know, we had to put together a 26.4 quarter just to get it to overtime. And uh, we just, in, you know, our defensive intensity just was amplified and, uh, you know, creating lots of plays and, and um, you know, knocking down some big shots in the moment and then getting some, you know, some key stops. And, you know, it's, it's kind of uh, that kind of a game. You kind of look back now at the, at the impact of the shot clock now and how it forces teams to remain to be on the offense. And, uh, you know, that way they just can't kill the time. And, um, and, and that allowed for us to, get some extra possessions and uh, we made the most of those opportunities. And then once we got to overtime, you know, it was uh, just a, just great execution by our kids. Um, you know, and at, at the, at the end, um, you know, we called timeout with about, I don't know, six and a half, seven seconds left. Um, talked to the kids about what we wanted to do. And um, at that, at that point in time, Jalen had had a really nice night and, um, he got us to overtime with the shot and it was pretty much in the same spot again, really well executed. Um, pretty simple, pretty simple play that we ran. Um, but again, it's sometimes it's not, the, it's not the plays, it's the players and kids just made a great, uh, just did everything right with the execution and Jalen knocked down a big shot. And then it was a Friday night trip last week to AGWSR. Uh, no, uh, no doubter here in this one, 72 to 19, you guys come out on top. I know that's a team that is, uh, had some struggles here this year. Uh, a little bit of a tweak in the starting lineup that night as well. Uh, what can you tell me about uh, how you guys were able to get this one done? Yeah, I mean, you know, unfortunately for AGWSR, you know, their their senior, uh, the rotor kid, you know, he's he's dealing with an injury and he did not play. He's their leading scorer. He does a lot of everything for them. So that really puts them in a tough position where everybody else is having to, you know, increase their workload and, that type of thing. So, um, you know, for us, it was, we changed up the lineup a little bit. We've got a lot of guys that have, you know, have just done a lot of things for our program and, uh, just to get their name called out, you know, one time for the year, we thought that that was something that was, um, you know, we could, we could do. And, um, you know, and then we started getting our back to our basic rotation and that type of thing. But our kids really did a nice job executing, showed a lot of that. A lot of guys can, can, um, could do a lot of good things for us. Um, you know, it was, uh, I thought our defense was really good. Obviously, if you hold a team to 19 points in the game completely, um, you've had a pretty good night defensively. Um, I still think that we could be a lot better um, offensively. I thought we shot the three-point shot very, very well. Um, you know, continuing to share the ball. I think if I go back to that game, I want to say we had 30 field goal makes 
total in the game, and I believe we had 27 assists. So that right there is a stat that is like, wow, that, that is sharing the ball. And, you know, that's the thing that was I, I, I appreciated the most from that game um, was how the guys just wanted to get everybody else involved and we didn't hunt for shots and, and that type of thing. We took high-quality shots and guys just did a really nice job. They just, they, our guys just play really well together um, and they continue to grow. Um, but yeah, it was a fun night there. And, um, and with that win that at least secured, um, guaranteed us a share of the, of the conference championship. So that's a, that was a great thing for those guys. Uh, that was one of our goals for the year. And so, um, yeah, it was a, it was a nice night on a Friday and then we, and then we kind of took a pause and, and, uh, had a little bit of a break then, uh, after that game. Yeah, so a whole week off before uh, last night's a home game against Gladbrook Ryan back, and uh, unfortunately, you guys uh, fall eighty-one to fifty in this one. It looks like a really a hot start for GR and uh, a slow start offensively for you guys. Um, they got you back after you got them uh, in the prior game back in January. What's the story with this one? Yeah, I mean you've got you've got a whole you've got a lot of seniors that for GR that are really experienced in the moment, and um, wow, I think. If I look back, I think their three seniors that started uh, contributed 62 points of their 80, and I mean it was there. It was you can say whatever you want about you know time off and whatever you know Grundy Center this and that. I'm here to tell you that would just be an insult to Gladbrook Reinbeck for the effort that they put out there and and how they played. That was I'm not sure in the in the last three, four weeks in this area, um, that there isn't another, that there isn't a team that has improved exponentially offensive, especially offensively as GR. They were, I, I, I got the stats this morning and their field goal efficiency last night was 72%. I mean, they, they, they were outstanding from all over the floor, three point range, two point range. I mean, they, they made, they made us, looked like we were standing still defensively and it was they they it was a phenomenal environment every both communities you know came out and supported but we were um you know we we were we got to the point where you saw a bunch of guys that um a lot of young guys out there that realized that they're going against some upperclassmen that really wanted to compete and win that game. And a lot of things you can take away from that game for us, but wow, credit GR because they were outstanding last night. And um, it's just, that's just how it goes sometimes. Boy, they shot the ball really well. Um, I, I, I can't imagine that that team would not make a deep run in the postseason um, the way that they've been playing lately. Um, just credit their kids and coaches because they came out ready to play and, and, um, yeah, it just it just goes that way sometimes, but we've got to learn from it, dust ourselves off. The sun came up this morning, um, wasn't as bright uh, based on last night, but we've got some big games coming up this week um, that we just can't lull over this past one. We've got to learn from it and get better and, and move on. That's all you can do. So um, I guess that's a great opportunity that we have um, to uh, learn from it and uh, be better because of it.
Yeah, exactly. Well, and uh, it was your third loss of the season, but the prior two, uh, you had a one-point loss and then a two-point loss. That was That's it, you know, for your losses here this season. And then all of a sudden here, a 31-point game. How do you make sure that, that you don't, that the guys, you know, don't let that end up being, you know, like a demoralizing loss, knowing that you got three, you know, three big games next week and then the postseason? Yeah, I think that, you know, you're going to have nights like that. I, I mean, that, that's just, that people come out and shoot lights out. Um, you know, you don't want that to happen. Um, but I think that with our kids that, um, I think that they'll use it as a motivating factor to, you know, it's, it's one of those things of what do you do when, when you get, you know, punched in the face, what what are you going to do? Are you, are you just going to, are you going to dust yourself off and get back up and, you know, after you got knocked down or, you know, how are you going to respond? And, and I just like our, how our, what our kids' demeanor is um, to adversity. They've been there before. And so I, I wouldn't expect anything less that, to come out and, and really compete at a high level versus Hudson on Monday. We've got Montezuma on Tuesday, and then we have Roland Story on Friday. So, um, yeah, we've got really good opponents coming, coming but, um, you know, hopefully they don't shoot it at the rate that GR did, but can't say that they won't, but, um, there's some things that we can do better and that's what we have to focus on. It's not necessarily what other teams are doing. It's what we have to do a better job of. So, uh, you know, I, I think that, um, last night was a good learning experience for us. And, um, I, I think that I think the great thing for us is a lot of the guys that played last night will be back. All will be back next year and the year after that. So I think, you know, for us, uh, take away what you want, but, um, it just wasn't our night, and uh, can't dwell on it. But but uh, all you can do is learn from it, and that's probably the 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 best way to to go about it and look at it. How can you learn from it and move forward? I'll resume my conversation with Grundy Center Boys basketball coach Brent Thorin next on the Brothers Market Coaches. Extra, extra, read all about it. The Grundy Register keeps you in touch with what's happening in Grundy Center, Dyke, BCLUW, and AGWSR land. There are pictures from area sporting events, pictures of engagements, anniversaries, what's happening around towns, and homes for sale. The Grundy Register makes sure that you know everything that is happening with two easy ways to read it. You need a subscription today. Call 319-824-6958 and read all about it. Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank & Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services, from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank and Trust is leading the way. Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank and Trust, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lift. I now resume my conversation with Grundy Center Boys basketball coach Brent Thorin on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. You bet. So back-to-back uh, -back on Monday and Tuesday next week, uh, you'd said it with uh, Hudson. That's a, a team that's uh, had a really good season. Uh, Montezuma, mm -hmm. historically strong program as well. And then a ranked matchup with Roland Story, you guys being number eight and uh, them number three in Class 2A to finish out the regular season. Uh, that said, what does the upcoming week have uh, in store for your team? Well, I think that, you know, this week is a great week to focus on how we can get better. It's You know, the schedule rolls, you know, 
the postseason schedule comes out on Monday. Um, and so it's going to be a great opportunity for us to, you know, take these three games to really get better against some high-quality opponents um, before the postseason hits. And, and that's how we're looking at it, is how can we use these, these games against opponents that are different personnel-wise, schematically, just to get ourselves ready for the postseason. So, um, and the nice thing is they're all at home. Um, you know, you look at that. Of We've been on the road for the, pretty much the whole month of January, and now our last four games are at home. So get a great opportunity, get great competition. But, um, you know, as far as like school nights go and that type of thing, we, we get to play at home and, uh, you know, and again, in front of our community, it's just a, I think the schedule laid out really well for us this year. And uh, like I said, it, it's just, it's, you see other teams doing this now at the back end of their schedule of scheduling some very difficult opponents all it does is get them ready for the postseason, and 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 what they're doing is they're the, the reason they're doing it right now is because the schedule the postseason schedule comes out Monday, so regardless of the outcome, you know of your game, the, the postseason schedule is already going to be set, and so now you're now you're just focused on you know against some really tough teams and getting better yourself, and then you know trying to try to be at your peak um, as the as the postseason uh, kicks in uh, in the next couple of weeks. So um, it just worked out that way for us. The Rolling Story games was a reschedule due to weather. We were supposed to play them in the front end of our schedule, but it worked out for both teams that it, it panned out this way. And so, yeah, it's um, I, I I I like how it sets up right now, and and I like how it's going to challenge our kids and. Um, you know, we really get to focus on ourselves, like I mentioned, and, and see uh, what we can get better at. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a great opportunity this week, and, and then we head into the postseason. All right, Coach, just about out of time, but uh, any, uh, anything else you want to share or uh, any other uh, players you want to recognize here for their efforts here this past week or anything before we wrap up here today? You know, last night was our senior night. Patrick Brown and Ben Wigman were honored, and I just – can't say enough about those guys and what they've done for our program just every day they come to to practice with a positive attitude great energy um just willing to do whatever it takes to help us be successful whatever that looks like um and um you know just just want to thank those guys and their families because they're just outstanding kids uh, from outstanding families and and um and you know last night didn't go our way but we'll be better because of it and um next week is a new week and and uh, go Spartans. All right, that's Grundy Center Boys basketball coach Brent Thorne. Appreciate the time, Coach, and uh, best of luck here in the upcoming week. Thanks, John. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Are you bringing home the bacon? Let me ask another question. Are you bringing home the bacon for 99 cents? You can at Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center when you have the mobile app at checkout. Show the mobile app and get Smithfield bacon for 99 cents this week. Also, show the mobile app at checkout and Blue Bunny ice cream. You get a pail of that for 99 cents as well. There are many other specials around the store, so download the free mobile app, do your grocery shopping in Parkersburg and Grundy Center, and experience Brothers Market where you can save. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by South Harden Boys basketball coach John Phillips. 
as uh, his team is now uh, 9-8 and eight on the season, 4-4 four and four in the uh, NICL West. Coach, uh, thanks for taking a little bit of time here, a few games to talk about this week. Uh, always a busy week when you play uh, three games in one week. Let's go back to Monday night. It was a road, road trip down to Roland Story. That's a ranked opponent there. 75-60, uh, to 60, you guys ended up uh, losing this one. Uh, can you go back and uh, kind of walk me through this game and uh, how it went from your perspective? Yeah, first off, Roland Story is an extremely talented team. They don't have really too many weaknesses. They got a bunch of bigs. They got a really quick guard. Uh, they run their offense real well, um, coached except, exceptionally well. We hung in there for a, a long time. We were right with them, two to three possession game, uh, coming down the stretch. Missed a few missed a few shots we normally knock down, um, but we gave them a really good run. I was proud of the boys' effort, and especially boxing out, trying to rebound. They obviously had the size advantage there, but the boys played hard. And then you played AJBSR at home on Tuesday. Uh, you win this one 66-28. to You know, that's a team that uh, has been uh, uh, struggling uh, this season. They haven't won a game yet. But it uh, looks like uh, you guys were able to uh, really take control of this one. Uh, can you walk me through uh, how things went uh, with uh, AJBSR uh, back on Tuesday night? Yeah, AG, um, they play to their strengths. They're going to slow it down um, on offense and try to slow our offense down with their, with their different defensive schemes. Uh, we started out, um, there was like a lid on the basket or something, and then next thing you know, it started opening up. We started moving the ball more, um, really one and done on, on their offensive end by by uh, boxing out, and we tried to push the tempo, and then we got that going and, and opened it up. And then you hosted uh, Hampton Dumont Cal on uh, Thursday night, a 66-57 to win for you guys. Um, uh, looks like uh, kind of a back and forth game uh, early on. Looks like you trailed by two points at halftime, but came back. Uh, looks like a really nice uh, third quarter, especially. Uh, can you talk about how your team was able to uh, take control in this one? Yeah, they're a physical team. Uh, they have a big post, uh, a couple quick guards. Um, they play at, uh, I believe they're three. They're, I believe they're three A, and the speed and the size uh, took us a little bit to adapt to that, and we adjusted. It's a real physical game. The boys made their adjustments. They've been doing that really well down the, the last couple of weeks, just adjusting at halftime and quarters. And then that third quarter, we were able to we were able to break it open, and then we kept the lead, made our free throws at the end, and uh, um, got some really good looks, and were able to finish to to get that win. Yeah, so your uh, top two scorers this year, uh, Lane Lucan and uh, Jake Teske, just uh, taking a look at your stats here. Uh, looks like those guys have been shot the ball pretty well this season. Uh, Lane's at 13 points per game, uh, Jake at 12 points per game, and then you got uh, you know three other guys that are averaging in double figures as well. So, I mean, when you got five guys uh, averaging in double figures, you got something going right. What have been some of those keys uh, for those top two guys and I guess the rest of your lineup? Because, I mean, you hardly see any team with five guys averaging in double figures like that yeah we really work on moving the basketball around and we're lucky this year that we have we do have five six seven guys that can can uh, dribble pass it and shoot it they're not just one dimensional from all three levels from outside mid-range and down low and the boys are playing real selfless this year we harp on it every day in practice um team wins team loses team loss you know they it doesn't matter 
which which guy's feeling it that night. We want to get him the ball, and then if the matchup switches, or it can be night to night, it could be quarter to quarter, and just to be looking for that guy. I'll resume a conversation with South Harden Boys basketball coach John Phillips next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. February means it's Financial Aid Month, and that also means that your FAFSA is due soon. What's FAFSA? It means free application for federal student aid. Ellsworth Community College reminds you the deadline for completing your FAFSA is March 1st. Reach out to the Financial Aid Office at Ellsworth in Iowa Falls for any questions or assistance. Let them help you create your experience at Ellsworth Community College. Give them a call at 641-648-4611 or visit ellsworthcollege.com to learn more. Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank and Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank and Trust is leading the way. Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank and Trust, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lift. Stand by to receive our transmission. Broadcasting to all of humanity from RadioOnTheGo.com. I find this scientifically fascinating. This is North Central Iowa's own 98.9 FM, KQCR Parkersburg, Radio On The Go. I now resume my conversation with South Harden Boys basketball coach John Phillips on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Throughout the season, you've, you've been a pretty good with the ball security with uh, just right around 13 turnovers per game. Uh, can you talk about that and maybe some of your other uh, uh, strengths have been uh, here uh, so far this season? Yeah, we're, our uh, team goal is to keep it under 10 turnovers a game. We're at 13. We're a little high, but um, we really want to get out and push the basketball. We want to push the tempo. And sometimes when we, when you do that, you do have some t- turnovers. It's the right idea, or maybe the pass wasn't quite right, or um, maybe it was a tip ball went out on us to cause a turnover. But they're doing good on ball security. And, again, I have to go back to the adjustments at um, quarter and halves and timeouts. Good teams are able to adjust depending on, you know, if the other team's going on a run or if we need to make a stop or how the officiating uh, they're calling the game. you got to be able to adjust. So uh, pushing the basketball is a big thing for us. Um, we want to go inside out and then push that tempo. All right, so let's uh, take a look at the upcoming schedule here. Three games left in the regular season before the playoffs get started. Uh, brackets will be coming out here uh, early next week as well. You go down to BCLUW here on uh, Monday night. Uh, then you host Jessup in the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, that's a team that's had a pretty good season here. And then uh, Dyke and Hartford, about a 500 team coming to your place on uh, Thursday, February 9th to uh, round out the regular season. That said, uh, what's uh, in store for your team here this upcoming week? Yeah, it doesn't matter who we play. Any given night, um, anybody can beat anybody if you're not if you're not prepared and you're not ready to play and get locked in. So we're taking BCL, Jessup, um, and Dyke extremely serious. First up is is BCL, so we're locked in on them, and our our full focus is on them right now. So we just got to have ball security when we want to put 
push the tempo again inside out onto the defensive end, um, be disciplined, make sure we're boxing out, have them one and done, and then and then push the ball the other way. All right, and uh, when it comes to the obviously the the playoffs uh, coming up here uh, in just a couple weeks, brackets will be out. Uh, that said, uh, before the playoffs start, uh, in general, what are, what are going to be some of the biggest keys for your team to make sure you're you know locking in and playing your best basketball once uh, once the postseason starts? Yeah, we really need to make sure that uh, we're shooting the ball from outside real well. We don't have a lot of bigs like some other teams. So we got to make sure that when those shots present themselves or those lanes that we're, we're driving down and hitting that pull-up jump shot or when to shoot it, when not to shoot it, what's a good shot. Uh, they've really adjusted good, uh, adjusted well, like I've said, and we just need to keep doing that. Defensively, stay in front of our guys. Don't be going for shot fakes, staying down, contest everything. Um, great defense throughout the whole entire game, making the other team really work for their points um, and then obviously boxing out um, we got to increase our rebounding uh, always improve on that and so it's basically one and dones and then just knock our shots down on the other end all right coach uh, just about out of time here today but uh, any uh, any of your other guys that you want to recognize or anything else you want to share about your program uh, before you wrap up here today yeah Josh Vanderwill has been coming on strong coming off the bench he's been playing really well uh, had a good game against Hampton, finished the ball real well, played physical. Dallas Jones comes in and gives us excellent minutes. Um, just, just, uh, he was a spark on a couple, um, couple of our games. We couldn't really score a few times. He hit a, a couple threes, posted up, got a couple tip outs on rebounds. Um, they're all doing really, doing really well and we got to keep it going. All right, South Harden Boys basketball coach John Phillips. Uh, appreciate the time as always, coach, and the best luck here with a stretch run of the regular season. I appreciate it. Thank you. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. No one covers more local high school sports than Radio on the Go. Listen to 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each season for coverage of the Dyke New Hartford Wolverines, the Clarksville Indians, and the South Harden Tigers. We are Radio on the Go. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Clarksville Boys basketball coach Eric Crandall as the Indians are now 8-11 and on the season and 6-6 six and six in the Iowa Star North. Uh, a few games to uh, talk about this week, and uh, unfortunately it's, uh, it's uh, three losses for the Indians. Let's go back to a Monday night, the North Tama game, a 60-50. to You guys dropped a home contest there. It looks like kind of a hot start for North Tama. Um, what, what's the story with this one and, uh, and uh, how it went from your perspective? Yeah, they came out, uh, you know, we knew we had to get out to three-point shooters. Um, they do shoot a fair amount of them, and when they're contested, they don't knock them down, just like most teams don't knock them down. But uh, we were slow on reversals a couple times and slow on closeouts, and they, they knocked down a few early and got out to a big early lead. Um, we made a nice a nice little rally in the second quarter, uh, switched up the defense a little bit, played some more man-to-man. Um, it was just a tough overall game um we we didn't shoot the ball great uh but they definitely they executed i thought uh i thought we definitely played hard to the end we got you know the game down into single digits there toward the end but um you know they played well that night and um we just started a little slow and, and couldn't overcome it 
and then he fell 47 to 38 to Janesville. Uh, looks like this one was uh, pretty back and forth uh, until the until the fourth quarter, uh, where Janesville kind of pulled away, outscored you 16 to 10 in that period. So uh, I, I I'm sure uh, not uh, not the finish you wanted in this one. But uh, what's the story here with the Janesville game? Yeah, we knew going in that you know we had you know it was our final conference game, and there was a four way tie for second place going into that game, and we were one of those four teams along with Janesville and we'd, we'd won our previous matchup with them. And it was, it was tight throughout. I mean, I don't think the, the score ever got lead ever got above four points for either team until like the final two minutes. So they made some free throws down the stretch. Um, you know, we played, we played zone and they do shoot threes, but they didn't shoot a very high percentage. They just kept shooting them, kept shooting them. And I figured if we, if we if they made one out of three and got three points every three possessions and we you know were able to score you know four points every three possessions uh, in some combination I thought that would be uh, a strategy to do it we we handled um, you know we moved the ball well uh, another not a great shooting night for us but um, Levi Campman hit some big buckets in the second half to to keep us right in there and um, we definitely we didn't back down uh, you know, previous years go to Janesville and our guys kind of went in with almost like, well, we, they're, they're Janesville, we're Clarksville, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, but we definitely competed. And uh, like I said, with, with conference standings up, up for grabs and it was a good close game throughout and um, proud of our effort that night. Just, uh, just came up a little short. And then he hosted Sumner Fredericksburg on Thursday, a 67 to 33 loss. Uh, again, they had a big uh, Summer Fredericksburg with a big fourth quarter, shot the ball 50%, so that's uh, I'm sure that's uh, got to be tough to overcome when a team is doing that. A lot of steals as well. Uh, what's the story with the Summer Fredericksburg game? Yeah, we uh, we were definitely um, a little shorthanded that night. Um, you know, third game in four days, but uh, Jake Stoffer was out sick, and then Sam Hooger got hurt in the second quarter and, and didn't return. Um, so, I mean, our guys really battled for first, you know, 12, 15 minutes of that game. And it was a five point halftime game. Um, once Sam went down, especially those two of our top three scorers were out. And in the second half, uh, their press got to us and they got, they got a lot of take last deals and, and layups in the, in the second half. And that obviously helps their scoring, helps their shooting percentage. But, uh, we didn't handle the press very well in that second half. Um, first half we played pretty much all man-to-man defense and we actually uh looked pretty good on it um our guys you know got in the passing lanes Ethan Myers uh came off the bench and really really disrupted things on the perimeter and and got into transition and then um Eli had you know a typical (laughs) Eli game about 18 points and um so we had you know we did some good things um you know they're a bit bigger team and and they're pretty deep and the numbers game kind of caught up to us a little bit and just missing Jake, you know, from the start, it was, we battled, like I said, and then, uh, it was, he's tough to, to miss cause he, he does so much for our team and, and kind of our, kind of our heartbeat. We kind of go as he goes. So that was a tough one, um, out of conference, but, uh, you know, we, we competed for a while and then, and then it just kind of got away. And then we mixed our lineups up a little bit in the second half to get, get some of our younger guys a little bit more time, um, kind of mixing them in with our more usual starters. So, I think hopefully, you know, some positives came from it and, and getting some guys some more time on the court will help. We've recently added uh, three players up from JV to, to dressing varsity. So our bench is definitely a little, a little deeper there. So getting those guys and a couple of their guys, a couple guys played their first game on Thursday. 
um, that had just been promoted up. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're still building. We're looking, you know, obviously not done with this year, but we're also uh, keeping an eye toward uh, developing younger guys too. You bet. Uh, so uh, your team, uh, since, a, since a pretty strong start to the season, uh, unfortunately you've uh, dropped a seven of the last eight here uh, since uh, since January 16th. Um, that being said, you know, uh, what are you know, kind of your thoughts on how your team might be able to hopefully uh, bounce back from this uh, uh, little bit of a slump you've been on now that the playoffs are uh, right around the corner? Yeah, we, we still have a couple regular season games to get in, um, one today and one Monday, and and I think we'll definitely be competitive in those two games and, and maybe get a win or two. But uh, today's kind of our last chance to to uh, tell the state basically <laughs> where we should be seated. But I, I expect we're going to get, you know, probably a five or six seed um, in the turn in the, going in the districts. And that's fine. Um, kind of kind of expect that as years gone on. And and honestly, back when the year started or going into the season, I figured, you know, Around eight to ten wins was pretty pretty reasonable. Um, the guys kind of kind of caught fire early in the season and actually, not, I don't want to say overachieved, but we got up to the start that kind of just kept raising expectations and kept kept raising hopes, and that's that's not a bad thing. We just um, you know every team that we played in the second half of the season, uh, pretty much other than like other than North Team and Sumner Fredericksburg, I think every game we lost this year was to a team with double figure wins. Um, and we did beat a couple of uh, teams with running records along the way. So the overall improvement's been very encouraging. Um, you know, playing three games in four days was was tough. And we've had some guys miss parts of games, not whole games as much, but just being in and out of the lineup a little bit with um, some bumps and bruises. But that happens for every team over the course of the season. Um, overall, just probably the way the guys have kept battling. Um, they come to practice every day and work hard and, you know, attitudes are still in the right place we haven't i don't feel like we've lost anybody so um we're still competing i think i think there's still some excitement left and i think that these next few days even will will be a, a good good way to cap off the season take a take a you know quick break to look at how things went and then you know gear up for one opponent with with uh the season on the line basically kind of a then it gets a single elimination and and then we'll be we'll be ready. We'll have plenty of practice time for whatever that one opponent is, and and go out and play our best. Hopefully, I'll resume my conversation with Clarksville boys basketball coach Eric Crandall next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Butler Bremer Communication cheers on the Clarksville basketball and the NBC wrestling teams this winter. Good luck in the tournament, Indians. And there's no luck needed in having dependable, super-fast internet when you hook up with Butler Bremer Communication. If you live in Clarksville or surrounding communities, call their office in Plainfield and have more internet speed for your money. They also provide regular telephone as well as high-def cable TV. Contact Butler Bremer today, 319-276-4458. Butler Bremer Communications, bringing the world to Clarksville. If you find yourself wondering, but do I really need life insurance? The short answer is yes. The long answer is a bit more personal and might include things like student loan debt, car payments, mortgage payments, funeral expenses, and even tuition. No matter what stage of life you're in or what expenses you might leave behind, having life insurance in place to protect your family is a smart move. Contact Farm Bureau agent Dave Eberline in Clarksville to learn more today. It's your future. Let's protect it. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. And I resume my conversation with Clarksville boys basketball coach Eric Crandall on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. 
Two games left, like you said, in the regular season. Uh, like you said, today with East Buchanan, that's a 500 team. And then St. Ansgar uh, at your place coming up here this upcoming Monday night. That's That said, uh, what's the outlook for these uh, final two teams uh, to conclude the regular season? Yeah, uh, East Buchanan, we, we've been pretty regularly playing them year after year. So we know we know their personnel. We know, um, you know, we know a good bit about them and vice versa. Uh, they aren't the biggest team in the world. They, they don't uh, hit the boards quite like some of our other opponents do, but they play about eight guys and, and seven of them have, have made some three pointers that, you know, makes you think that we, you got to defend the whole court for sure. So um, hopefully if we spread them out offensively and, and keep in touch with their shooters, I think, I think we'll be very competitive. I think uh, it can be a pretty much toss up game. They don't turn the ball over much. So uh, we definitely have to be, we can't really be gambling for anything. We got to be patient and realize that, you know, if we can play good defense for 25, 30 seconds and then force a tough shot or force a, force them to hurry up at the end of the shot clock, that could, that could work to our advantage. And then uh, turn around Monday night and have St. Ansgar at home. We haven't played them since I've been here, but uh, they've played a lot of opponents that we are familiar with, with Nash Plainfield and Rockford and North Butler in their conference. And, uh, that'll be senior night, um, parents' night for us, and we got you know five seniors heading into their last home game, and and uh, that's always a usually it's a pretty good emotional lift for a team. So um, I expect that we'll really come out and uh, try and be firing on all cylinders Monday, and and that's a that's a game where you don't get too emotional too early and and kind of use it all up. But I think if we come out with a strong start. It certainly could be a game that we can push way through with the, you know, added depth that we've got. And um, hopefully things turn out well for us on Monday. All right. Uh, you had mentioned a couple of your players here uh, throughout our conversation today. Obviously, Eli Schmidt's your leading scorer. Uh, any other any of your other guys you want to, you know, recognize for their efforts here over the past uh, week or so? Uh, I mean, it's been a, we've been a pretty – we've gotten a lot of contributions from a lot of guys all season. Like I said, uh, missing Jake Thursday really – kind of showed how much he means to us. Um, his, his scoring has been a big help for us, but he just does so many things, uh, leading rebounder, shot blocker right up there in steals. And his, maybe his best attribute is his passing and how he gets his teammates going. Um, whether it's with like full court outlet passes for, for transition or half court from the high post, he can just find cutters and he's, he's him and Eli especially have a really good connection um, on like cuts and passes and stuff, but yeah, he's really been, and he's battling, you know, usually bigger guys, uh, on the defensive end. So he's had a really, really strong senior year. And then, uh, Sam Hoosier was recently, um, moved him out of the starting lineup to the sixth man role. And he responded great. We had three games where he, the first three games off the bench, he scored double figures in each game. So just not getting down on himself and not getting, you know, not pouting or anything like that. He just, for being a sophomore, and um, he's really had a nice year and, and he continues to improve in a number of ways. And then our other seniors, uh, Connor Stone and Levi Campman, Ethan Myers and Brant Reince, uh, they they come to work every day and they have different types of leadership in their own ways, but they all, they all work hard. They all want the team to have the most success possible. Um, so really just, been lucky to work with these guys, most of them for three years now. And uh, like I said, a couple other guys from JV got, got bumped up, Camden Barons and Bodie Ellerman and Dawson Barnett. Uh, 
did a really good job this year with, with JV time and, and work hard at practice every day and typically stay after practice to work on things individually. So proud of those three guys too. Um, basically Ethan Schmidt, our JV coach has done a great job, um, developing guys and, and keeping that, uh, excitement going with our younger group. And a lot of those guys have improved a lot this year and both from practicing against them every day in practice to, like I said, some of them being getting more playing time, getting on the bench and getting, uh, some varsity experience, uh, just going to do so much for us moving forward. So this off season and summer and, and next year, I think we'll benefit just from, from the work they've done and the work that Ethan's done. So really just, uh, just a good environment for this team. I think, I think, uh, our growth has really been, been apparent and proud to, proud of what these guys have done. All right, and uh, big picture here uh, with these two regular season games left, and then you'll have a little bit of a uh, more a few more days off before the postseason starts. But uh, when it comes down to it, what would you say are the biggest keys for a strong finish here and making sure you're you know clicking on all cylinders once the postseason starts? Yeah, we've been working um, variety of defenses and practice. I think we have now shown ourselves maybe the ability to that we can play more man-to-man. We're a little bit undersized compared to some of our opponents. But when we, when we don't have to face a, like a, a dominant post, I think that we can, that we can play more man-to-man. Um, obviously, our zone, we've played primarily a 2-3 zone. We've you know gotten ball pressure and, and steals up top, which has led to some offense for us. And then we recently have been working a little bit more on a 3-2 zone that uh, the JV guys are more familiar with. And um, we use that a little bit against Janesville and for not practicing it until since then, our, our guys handled it well. And, uh, just being able to kind of mix up, hopefully, you know, throw the opponent off a little bit if they're expecting one thing or maybe they, now they don't hundred percent know what to expect. Uh, I think our defense certainly has to be locked in every step of the way. Um, for the year, our, our opponent's shooting percentage is very close to our shooting percentage. They just, they've won the rebounding battle a little bit more. So they, they've uh, gotten extra shots up, but uh, we're certainly, we're certainly further along than past years with that. And uh, offensively, I, we do, we have been struggling a little bit from three point range. Um, so we're trying to, you know, work on penetration a little bit more to get guys more room to shoot on like kickouts and stuff, but um, going to the basket, getting to the free throw line, uh, throwing the ball inside, then maybe working it back out is, you know, pretty basic offense and, and about the best way to go. So uh, just we'll keep trying to sharpen up. And, and I don't think that we've necessarily played our best game this year. So I think that's exciting, the fact that if, when it does show up, that I think we can hang with a lot of teams when it does. All right, Coach, just about out of time. But anything else you want to share about your program before we wrap up here today? No, I just really appreciate the, the coverage that you guys give us. And, um, I said, proud of our team and, and coaches, and hopefully we uh, have a good good finish to the year here. All right, that's Clarksville Boys basketball coach Eric Randall. Thanks for the time, coach, and uh, best of luck here with uh, with a stretch run of the season. Thanks a lot. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. There have been some chilly days as well as some super cold nights, and you need some good food to stay warm. Do your grocery shopping and have a great meal thanks to Brothers Market in Parkersburg, where you'll pay less, including boneless pork chops or ribs, now just $2.49 a pound. Also, Oscar Mayer Lunchables, three packages for $5, and they have Campbell's Chicken Noodle or Tomato Soup, four cans for $5. And who doesn't love Betty Crocker meals? Betty Crocker Helpers, four 
boxes for $5. It's all at Brothers Market. They're open seven days a week in Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they treat you like family. That'll conclude this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. A big thank you to all of our area coaches for joining us on today's program. If you missed any of the show, you can find it on demand at RadioOnTheGo.com. Then be sure to tune in again next Saturday at 10 o'clock a.m. for another edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. It'll be girls coaches coming up next week. We got some live basketball on the air later today as the Northern Iowa Panthers host Bradley. Pre-game coverage starts at 4.30 p.m. The opening tip-off from the McLeod Center is at 5 o'clock from Learfield. And then our next local sportscast will be this coming Monday when the Appleton Parkersburg girls basketball team hits the road to Sumner Fredericksburg. Girls only action as the Falcons have their regular season finale this coming Monday night. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.05 p.m. this Monday up at Sumner. Thanks for tuning in to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Moenkel for Radio On The Go Sports. You've been listening to the Brothers Market Coach's Corner, now checked out for this Saturday. If you missed today's program, listen to the podcast under the sports tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Tune in again next Saturday at 10 a.m. as we bag up another order from our area coaches on the Brothers Market Coach's Corner on 98.9 KQCR Parkersburg. And remember, for groceries this weekend, shop Brothers Market, Parkersburg, and Grundy Center, and make sure to download their free mobile app for exclusive specials. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family.